Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles, original edition, which is published by our dear friends at Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, or if you mouse over the link at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read A Course in Miracles OE. On that same drop-down, there's an option to subscribe to have both the daily text reading and the lesson for the day sent to your email from the Course in Miracles Society. My name is Lori Cameron. This calls Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to about 10.50 a.m. Eastern. And today we continue our reading of chapter... I think there's one unmuted line. Today we're continuing our reading of chapter 31, The Simplicity of Salvation with section two, the illusion of an enemy. The illusion of an enemy. We're also mindful of our lesson today, lesson 327. I need but call, and you will answer me. By way of opening this morning, I really love this little piece, little poem, little question uh, from... Ganga White, and it goes like this. What if our religion was each other? If our practice was our life? If prayer, our words? What if the temple was the earth? If forests were our church? If holy water, the rivers, lakes, and oceans? What if meditation was our relationships? If the teacher was self-knowledge, if love was the center of our being, what if our religion was each other? I need but call and you will answer me. Amen. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. Who was yeah. the author? Uh, Ganga. Thank That's you. Beautiful, Laurie. Thank you. Ganga White. Ganga White. Um, all right. Met the world to me today. All right, my friends, here's our reading list this morning. We have Lemoyne, Yvonne, Fran, Judy, Jessica, and Micah. We're joined in listening this morning by Diana. Ida and Roz, and who else has joined us? Would like to say hi or be on the reading list. Good morning, good morning, Laurie. Everyone, it's Lana, and I'm going to need. I need to just listen today, but I'll be here. Oh, good. Thanks, Lana. Good morning. It's Robin Marie. Good morning, Robin Marie. Hey, I'm tuning up my ears today and listening. Thanks. All righty. You betcha. And good morning. It's Harrison. I'm listening. And there's Harrison. All right. Okay. This is you again, what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are. For there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is the decision that you make. But afterward, the truth is given you. You would establish truth. And by your wish, you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide 
anything. Uh, thanks, Yvonne. Um, let's see. I think we'll get started at the beginning. I'm a little confused, maybe, but anyway, I'll lead off with Section 2 in Chapter 31, The Simplicity of Salvation. Section 2, The Illusion of an Enemy. Uh, paragraph 13. An ancient lesson is not overcome by the opposing of the new and old. It is not vanquished that the truth be known, nor fought against to lose to truth's appeal. There is no battle which must be prepared, no time which must be extended, and no plans that need be laid for bringing in the new. There is an ancient battle being waged against the truth, but truth does not respond. Who could be hurt in such a war unless he hurts himself? He has no enemy in truth. And can he be assailed by dreams? Lemoyne. Okay, chapter 31, The Simplicity of Salvation. Section 2, The Illusion of an Enemy. An ancient lesson is not overcome by the opposing view of the goal. It is not vanquished that the truth be known, nor fought against to lose the truth's appeal. There is no battle which must be prepared, no time to be expended, and no plans that need to be laid for bringing in the new. There is an ancient battle being waged against the truth, but the truth, but excuse me, but truth does not respond. Who could be hurt in such war unless he hurts himself? He has no enemy in truth, and can he be assailed by dreams? Let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are, for there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is a decision that you make, but afterwards the truth is given you. You would establish truth, and by your wish you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide on anything. Neither is true, nor are they different. Yet must we see them both before you can look past them to the one alternative that is a different choice. But not in dreams you made that this might be obscured. Thank you, Lemoyne. And Yvonne. Okay, Lori, thank you. 14. Let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are. For there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is a decision that you make, but afterwards the truth is given you. You would establish truth, and by your wish, you set two choices to be made each time you think that you must decide on anything. Neither is true, nor are they different. Yet, 
must we see them both before you can look past them to the new alternative that is a different choice. But not in dreams you made that this might be obscured to you. What would you choose between is not a choice and gives but the illusion it is free, for it will have one outcome either way. Thus is it really not a choice at all. The leader and the follower emerge as separate roles, each seeming to possess advantages that you would not want to lose. So in their fusion, there appears to be the hope of satisfaction and peace. You see yourself divided into both these roles, forever split between the two, and every friend or enemy becomes a means to help you save yourself from this. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. And Fran. 15. Why would you choose between, excuse me, what you would choose between is not a choice and gives but the illusion it is free, for it will have one outcome either way. Thus is it really not a choice at all. The leader and the follower emerge as separate roles, each seeming to possess advantages you would not want to lose. So in their fusion, there appears to be the hope of satisfaction and of peace. You see yourself divided into both these roles, forever split between the two, and every friend or enemy becomes a means to help you save yourself from this. 16. Perhaps you call it love. Perhaps you think that it is murder, justified at last. You hate the one you gave the leader's role when you would have it, and you hate as well is not assuming it at times you want to let the follower in you arise and give away the role of leadership. And this is what you made your brother for and learned to think that this his purpose is. Unless he serves it, he has not fulfilled the function that was given him by you, and thus he merits death because he has no purpose and no usefulness to you. Thank you, Fran. And Judy. Okie dokie. Perhaps you call it love. Perhaps you think that it is murder justified at last. You hate the one you gave the leader's role when you would have it, and you hate as well his not assuming it at times you want to let the follower in you arise and give away the role of leadership. And this is what you made your brother for and learn to think that this his purpose is. Unless he serves it, he has not fulfilled the function that was given him by you. And thus he merits death because he has no purpose and no usefulness to you. And what of him? What does he want of you? What could he want but what you want of him? Herein is life as easily as death. 
For what you choose, you choose as well for him. Two calls you make to him as he to you. Between these two is choice because from them there is a different outcome. If he be the leader or the follower to you, it matters not, for you have chosen death. But if he calls for death or calls for life, for hate or for forgiveness and for help, it's not the same outcome. Hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost. But hear the other and you join with him. And in your answer is salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask you for? And listen well, for he is asking what will come to you. Because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. And so, Jessica, if you'd like to do 17 through 19, please. Okay. 17. And what of him? What does he want of you? What could he want but what you want of him? Herein is life as easily as death. For what you choose you choose as well for him. Two calls you make to him as he to you. Between these two is choice because from them there is a different outcome. If he be the leader or the follower to you, it matters not, for you have chosen death. But if he calls for death or calls for life, for hate, or for forgiveness and for help is not the same in outcome. Hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost. But hear the other and you join with him and in your answer is salvation found. The voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask you for? And listen well. For he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want. Before you answer, pause to think of this. The answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for. And what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. Thank you, Jessica. And let's see, Micah. Um, let's see. If you want to back up, Micah, to the sentence in paragraph 17 that begins, the voice you hear in him is but your own. And read through uh, 20, please. Okay. Um, the voice you hear in him is but your own. What does he ask for? And listen well, for he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself 
and hear your voice requesting what you want. 18. Before you answer, pause to think of this. The answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for. And what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. Oh, Lori, I, I wasn't really listening too well. Did you say do just 219? Is that right? Go uh, through 20, please. Oh, 20. Okay. Uh-huh. Then let us... Uh, 20. Let, then let us wait an instant and be still, forgetting everything we thought we heard, remembering how much we do not know. This brother neither leads nor follows us, but walks beside us on the self-same road. He is like us, as near or far away from what we want as we will let him be. We make no gains he does not make with us, and we fall back if he does not advance. Take not his hand in anger, but in love, for in his progress do you count your own. And we go separately along the way unless you keep him safely by your side. Thank you, Micah. Then is there a new reader for 20 and 21? I could do that. Thank you, Robin Marie. 20. Then let us wait an instant and be still, forgetting everything we thought we heard, remembering how much we do not know. This brother neither leads nor follows us, but walks beside us on the selfsame road. He is like us, as near or far away from what we want as we will let him be. We make no gains he does not make with us, and we fall back if he does not advance. Take not his hand in anger, but in love. For in his progress do you count your own, and we go separately along the way, unless you keep him safely by your side. 21. Because he is your equal in God's love, you will be saved from all appearances and answer to the Christ who calls to you. Be still and listen. Think not ancient thoughts. Forget the dismal lessons that you learned about this Son of God who calls to you. Christ calls to all with equal tenderness, seeing no leaders and no followers, and hearing but one answer to them all. Because he hears one voice, he he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his only son. Thank you, Robin Marie. And would there be another new reader for 21 and 22? This is Sandra. I can read. Thanks, Sandra. Because he is your equal in God's love, you will be saved from all appearances and answer to the Christ who calls to you. Be still and listen. 
Think not ancient thoughts. Forget the dismal lessons that you learned about the Son of God who calls to you. Christ calls to all with equal tenderness, seeing no leaders and no followers, and hearing but one answer to them all. Because he hears one voice, he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his holy son. 22. Be very still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made. The old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent. There will be no attack upon the things you thought were precious and in need of care. There will be no assault upon your wish to hear a call that has never been made. Nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn the truth of what you really want. No more than this will you be asked to learn. But as you hear it, you will understand you need but come away without the thoughts you did not want and that were never true. Thank you, Sandra. And is there another new reader for 22 and 23? This is Donna. I will read. Thanks, Donna. 22. Be still, be very still an instant. Come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made. The old will fall away before the new without your opposition or intent. There will be no attack upon the things you thought were precious and in need of care. There will be no assault upon your wish to hear a call that never has been made. Nothing will hurt you in this holy place, in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn the truth of what you really want. No more than this will you be asked to learn. But as you learn it, you will understand you need but come away without the thoughts you did not want, and that were never true. 23. Forgive your brother all appearances, which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you. Hear but his call for mercy and release from all the fearful images he holds of what he is and of what you must be. He is afraid to walk with you and thinks perhaps a bit behind, a bit ahead would be a safer place for him to be. Can you make progress if you think the same, advancing only when he would step back and falling back when he would go ahead? For so do you forget the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him. So near leads, so neither leads, 
nor follows. Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome changed, for Christ has been reborn in both of you. Thank you, Donna. And is there another narrator for 23 and 24? Twenty-three and twenty-four. Okay, Lemoyne, back to you. Okay. Forgive your brother all appearances, which are but ancient lessons you, that you taught yourself about the sinfulness you. Hear but his call for mercy and release from all the fearful images he holds of what he is and of what you must be. He is afraid to walk with you and thinks perhaps a bit behind, a bit ahead, would be a safer place for him to be. Can you make progress if you think the same, advancing only when he would step back and falling back when he would go ahead? Or so do you forget the journey's goal, which is but to decide to walk with him, so neither lead nor follow. Thus, it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome changed, for Christ has been reborn to both of <clears throat> An instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. And you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes perhaps a different form in him, but it is not the form you answer to. He asks and you receive, for you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love. And as a brother, must his father be the same as yours, as he is like yourself. Thank you, Lemoyne. And Yvonne. Thank you, Laurie. Thank you, Lemoyne. An instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. And you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes perhaps a different form in him, but it is not the form you answer to. He asks and you receive, for you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love. And as a brother, must his father be the same as yours, as he is like yourself. Together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted 
by you both. Alone, it is denied to both of you. Is it not clear that while you still insist on leading or on following, you will walk alone with no one by your side? This is the road to nowhere, for the light cannot be given while you walk alone, and so you cannot see which way you go. And thus there is confusion and a sense of endless doubting as you stagger back and forth in the darkness and alone. Yet these are but appearances of what the journey is and how it must be made. For next to you is the one who holds the light before you so that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road. A blindfold can indeed obscure your sight, but cannot make the way itself grow dark. And he who travels with you has the light. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. And Fran. 25. Together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted by you both. Alone, it is denied to both of you. Is it not clear that while you still insist on leading or on following, you think you walk alone with no one by your side? This is the road to nowhere, for the light cannot be given while you walk alone, and so you cannot see which way you go. Unless there is confusion and a sense of endless doubting as you stagger back and forward in the darkness and alone, that these are but appearances of what the journey is and how it must be made. For next to you is one who holds the light before you so that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road. A blindfold can indeed obscure your sight, but cannot make the way itself grow dark. And he who travels with you has the light. Thank you, Fran, and thank you, everyone who read this morning. Oh, what a beautiful, beautiful section. The illusion of an enemy. Just to touch on a few places. From that first paragraph, there is an ancient battle being waged against the truth. The truth does not respond. Who could be hurt in a war unless he hurts himself? He has no enemy in truth. In 15, let us review again what seems to stand between you and the truth of what you are. For there are steps in its relinquishment. The first is a decision that you make, and afterwards the truth is given you. You would establish truth, and by your wish you set two choices to be made each time you think you must decide on anything. Neither is true, nor are they different. Yet must we see them both before you can look past them to the one alternative that is a different choice. In 15, what you would choose between is not a choice and gives but the illusion it is free, for it will have one outcome either way. All the way down to paragraph 17. Here's the truth, two calls you make to him and he to you. 
between these two is choice because from them there is a different outcome he calls for death or calls for life for hate or for forgiveness and for help hear the one and you are separate from him and are lost but hear the other and you join with him and in your answer is salvation found what does he ask for listen well for he is asking what will come to you because you see an image of yourself and hear your voice requesting what you want before you answer pause to think of this the answer that I give my brother is what I am asking for and what I learn of him is what I learn about myself and 20 then let us wait an instant and be still forgetting everything we thought we heard remembering how much we do not know in 21 because he is your equal in God's love you will be saved from all appearances and answer to the Christ who calls to you be still and listen Christ calls to all with equal tenderness because he hears one voice he cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave when God appointed him his only son again in 22 be very still an instant come without all thought of what you ever learned before and put aside all images you made nothing will hurt you in this holy place to which you come to listen silently and learn the truth of what you really want in 23 forgive your brother all appearances which are but ancient lessons that you taught yourself about the sinfulness in you hear but his call for mercy and release from all fearful images he holds of what he is and what you must be the journey's goal the journey's goal is but to decide to walk with him so neither leads nor follows thus it is a way you go together not alone and in this choice is learning's outcome changed for Christ has been reborn to both of you in 24 this brother asks for what you want and needs the same as you he asks and you receive for you have come with but one purpose that you both may learn to love each other with a brother's love and finally in 25 this together is your joint inheritance thus together is your joint inheritance remembered and accepted by you both alone it is denied to both of you the light cannot be given while you walk alone and so you cannot see which way you go but next to you is one who holds the light before you so that every step is made in certainty and sureness of the road a blindfold can indeed obscure your sight but cannot make the way itself grow dark and capital he who travels with you has the light amen and I think we have just five minutes before the top of the hour so the floor is open
This is Donna. I just woke up to be able to hear, starting with paragraph 20, and how beautiful is and real the Holy Spirit for it answers a new, very troubling issue that popped up here. And I had already made some comments that are exactly opposite some plans exactly opposite to what these pages remind me, oh, I'm supposed to be like that, (laughs) not like I used to be. I am complete. Thank you, Donna. It is very revelatory, isn't it? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Donna. This is Lemoyne. And uh, I see this upset portion as a general instruction, right? But when in any interaction, you know, the response that I give my brother is what I am asking for. And what I learn of him is what I learn about myself. This is, uh, I see this as a, as the practical application you know, in in a world that's founded on different separation. Uh, the practical application of the, the healer's prayer, let me know this brother is myself. And, and even, you know, I, I can see where this works even if I'm still in illusion. You know, that it will, it will demonstrate in that that you know, if I choose strife, I'm going to strife. You know, if I choose what he says here about about what uh, you know, what what Christ can hear cannot hear a different answer from the one he gave. When God appointed him his only son, this is uh, goes to to me took me right to something that <clears throat> Brother Miguel drove into you know continually present for me. I thought in our creation we agreed that you know we are beloved of each other and that forever and. We can never be apart, and that is the uh, agreement that you know is there. And I would put it in today's reading. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, it's not a, that is the answer we gave when when. Uh, we were born as one in Christ in sonship and so I I, I appreciate the practical application here <laughs> available thank you, thank you Donna thank you Donna 
Absolutely. Thank you, Lemoyne. Yeah, thank you, Lemoyne. Thanks, Lemoyne. Thanks, you too, Donna. And Donna, I was just thinking that that this is a reiteration of um, the text and um, describing the holy encounter. As I see my brother, I see myself. As I think about my brother, I think about myself. You know, my brother is is myself. He is holy because I am holy. And and you know, walking with Christ is my consciousness that um, we are one minded, one in that unity and peace, and and um, this just deepens it. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Judy. And yeah. how about we um how about we take that holy pause just about now to think about what is creation and what is this call? Um so Fran um please lead us again, will you? Sure. Thank you. Hi everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook. And the theme that we're on is what is creation. And the lesson for today is lesson 327. I need the call and you will answer me. So I shall read some from what is creation. Creation is the sum of all God's thoughts. In number infinite and everywhere without all limit. Only love creates and only like itself. God's thoughts are given all the power that their own creator has, for he would add to love by its extension. Thus his son shares in creation and must therefore share in power to create. Creation is the opposite of all illusions, for creation is the truth. Creation is the Holy Son of God, for in creation is his will complete in every aspect making every part container of the whole. Its oneness is forever guaranteed inviolate, forever held within his holy will, beyond all possibility of harm, of separation, imperfection, and of any spot upon its sinlessness. We are creation. We the sons of God. Our Father calls to us, We hear his voice, and we forgive creation in the name of its creator, holiness itself, whose holiness his own creation shares, whose holiness is still a part of us. And go over to the lesson. Lesson 327. I need call, and you will answer me. I am not asked to take salvation on the basis of an unsupported faith. For God has promised he will hear my call and answer me himself. Let me but learn from my experience that this is true and faith in him must surely come to me. This is the faith that will endure and take me farther and still farther on the road that leads to him. For thus I will be sure 
that he has not abandoned me and loves me still, awaiting but my call to give me all the help I need to come to him. Father, I thank you that your promises will never fail in my experience if I but test them out. Let me attempt, therefore, to try them and to judge you not, to judge them not. Your word is one with you. You give the means whereby conviction comes and surety of your abiding love is gained at last. We'll take a moment and reflect on this. Lesson 327. I need the call and you will answer me. I am not asked to take salvation on the basis of an unsupported faith. For God has promised, he will hear my call and answer me himself. Lesson 327, I need the call and you will answer me. Amen. Amen. So beautiful. Thank you, friend. Amen. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, Fran. Thank you, Fran. Thank you. Uh, this is Micah. I uh, let's see where, where that was in the uh, what is creation. There was a one line. Um, its oneness is forever guaranteed inviolate, the oneness of the Son of God. And that seemed to resonate through the text reading a lot, was this movement of uh, moving into uh, an awareness of mind and our shared consciousness beyond body identification. And... Um, I'm either I'm either asleep in a dream of a, of a Micah, you know, with a separate body sitting among uh, other separate bodies, or I've moved the awareness into this feeling of the presence of mind. And I just have a, a mind quote here first. Um, there's uh, Jesus is saying, "Grace is not given to a body, but to a mind." And the mind that receives it looks instantly beyond the body and sees the holy place where it was healed. And another one from, it's more about holy relationships, but um, 
Let's see. Your brother's sinlessness is given you and shining light to look on with the Holy Spirit's vision and to rejoice in along with him. For peace will come to all who ask for it with real desire and sincerity of purpose, shared with the Holy Spirit, at one with him on what salvation is. Be willing then to see your brother sinless that Christ may rise before your vision and give you joy. And place no value on your brother's body which holds him to illusions of what he is. It is his desire to see his sinlessness as it is yours. And bless the Son of God in your relationship nor see in him what you have made of him. And here's this dynamic reality right before us. And it's just, again, my choice. Do I, be, do I stay in body identification or do I move into unity? And uh, let's see, there was another one. Um, within yourself, you love your brother with a perfect love. Here is holy ground on which no substitution can enter and where only the truth in your brother can abide. Here you are joined in God, as much together as you are with him. It's that shared consciousness. You know. um, and some of the highlights of the uh, text where that unity was highlighted was like where he was talking about in paragraph 17, forgiveness and for help. If we ask for that, then we... Uh, you join you join with him and in your answer is salvation found and it's this movement into that shared consciousness where suddenly we are the Christ consciousness and we've gone beyond the dream of a body identified state and then in paragraph uh, 23 Thus it is a way you go together, not alone. It's not about our bodies. I mean, our bodies can be together too, but it's about something so much deeper in this shared consciousness. And that's kind of what the ego is uh, tries to um, fight against, is this movement into a shared consciousness, because that is the end of its dream. Um and then it says that the rest of that sentence, I'll read it again. Thus, it is a way you go together, not alone. And in this choice is learning's outcome changed. For Christ has been reborn to both of you. And then in um, 24, And as a brother, must his father be the same as yours, as he is like yourself. And when we go into that realm of shared consciousness, it's it's astounding the the sameness that we experience. And then uh, let's see, uh, do, 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 do. oh, he just highlights it again in twenty five. For the light cannot be given while you walk alone. And it, it's not about a separate journey of a separate consciousness. Anyway, that's that's it. 
Thank you, Micah. Yeah, that was wonderful, Micah. Yeah. Oh, this is Robin Marie, and before I go to school, I uh, to work. <laughs> I um, wanted uh, y'all to lift up my friend Dennis Gunn, who I I haven't heard from him for a day and a half, which is really unusual. He usually says good morning and then, you know, comments on a picture that I've sent him, and I haven't heard from him. He had a a big operation about two weeks ago and then they moved him one place and they moved him another place and anyway um, if you would lift him because I feel like we're walking across the red road together you know Dennis and I and hand in hand but if you would all lift him up uh, so that he could feel that consciousness uh, whether he is awake or his subconscious mind is working right now uh, that would be so I'd be so grateful for that. Thank you. Oh, I'd be happy to, Robert Marie. I know how much you love him and how dear he is to you and to us. Thank you. Um, it'll be a privilege. Thank you. Hi, this is Ida. And uh, good morning. Um, when Michael was sharing just a little while ago, um, he quoted a quote about, um, it's with the shared consciousness that no substitutions are possible. And that made me think that what he means by substitutions is the same as what he meant when he was saying idols, I-D-O-L-S, idols in the, in the um, previous um, chapter and in other places too um, that we can't have any you know he told us a definition of idols and he, uh, all about idols um, what they are how to get beyond them you know and uh, but then he was done talking about idols and this is the last chapter and he's you know summing it up basically so when he said no substitution is possible, I believe he meant no idols are possible. If no idols are possible, in the shared consciousness that Micah spoke of, that the Course talks about as the oneness of the Son of God, the one Son of God, then that's a really good thing. <laughs> so I don't have to lead. I don't have to follow. <laughs> Remember when Lee Iacocca said, you either lead, you follow, or you get out of the way. No, that's not really true in the spiritual sense. Um, I will make my mind together, one with my brother, and then we can make decisions together. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Ida. Thank you, Ida. Thank Thank you. Say it's lead, follow, or be in the way. Uh, in the way of, you know, the capital W way. Good one, Lemoyne. <laughs> uh, this is Micah again. Um, uh, 
Laurie, I'd like to just take a moment and hold, because this is so important to hold Dennis in our um, in 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 a, a feeling of our oneness of mind and the healing of that mind of the one son. Uh, do Do you want to introduce that better, or uh, be nice to just take a moment to do that? Oh, absolutely. It would be perfect to do that. Remembering that our holiness envelops everything we see. Our holiness blesses everything. And there's nothing our holiness cannot do because it is salvation from all illusions. All illusions. And what is illusion? but an illusion of differences. There being no difference in the one healed, holy Son of God. Let's ask that that glory might be all of ours to recognize. And that perfection of love manifest be in our collective awareness and embrace Dennis and Robert Murray and all of us. We'll take a minute. I thank you all for joining in that loving awareness. It's so wonderful when it's brought into full consciousness as we share it. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm Laika. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for that opportunity. Bless one, blesses all, huh? <laughs> Isn't that great the way that works? <laughs> Thanks, Robin Bree. Thanks, Micah. Thanks, everyone.
since this call started this morning, I've had this little tune humming in the back of my mind. Um, there's a song, actually. Perhaps you've heard it before. And it goes, we are one in the Spirit, we are one in the Lord. And we pray that all unity may one day be restored. They'll know we are Christ's self by our love, by our love. They will know we are Christ's self by our love. You know, this, um, this beautiful section um, is really exactly as you said, Lemoyne, uh, the meat and bones, meat and potatoes, however you, however you, um, to say, however you say what, what the meal is here, this is the meal, the meal of communion. I was looking for, um, a lot of quotes this morning, and so many came to me, you know, I, you know that one lesson that said, "Open your heart and mind." And <laughs> just my dogs running out the door. Open your heart and mind, and you'll be surprised at how much course knowledge comes up. And so sometimes when I do a section, I'll do that. I'll just say, "What comes up here?" And the first thing that came up was a quote that goes something like, "The lonely journey fails." Uh, because there's no such thing as a lonely journey. Um, the, the, the meat and potatoes of this Course in Miracles is unity. And um, for unity to be in my awareness, there can't be anything that I would hold outside of it. And um, that's the blessing of forgiveness. You know, you never forgive your brother's sins. You never forgive your brother for his sins, but only for your own. And in waking from this dream of separation, um, it becomes really important to me to realize what I've used creation for. It's just like he says, you've used creation. Um, you've used your brother's to provide you with an illusion of yourself, um, not knowing who I am. And that's what this course is about. This course is about love because it's about you. Not knowing who I am, I, I fell into a dream. And in this dream, I assigned roles to creation, to everything in creation. And I used all these roles to give me an illusion of satisfaction. So the illusion of an enemy is really um, an illusion of differences. Uh, when I think about an enemy, there isn't one. But the ego has, has used creation in a way um, that it lost the frame of reference. Um, Brothers were used in that way of seeing everything. Brothers and creation were used as a basis for comparison and competition. And when I use my brothers for comparison and competition, I'll fall into that 
that dream of leaders and followers. Not knowing who I am, I don't know who you are. And so the dream is a dream of competition and comparison, as if there's somewhere to get to the first one wins, you know? That's the ego's view of how this this whole thing works. But in this section, he says, if I get a sense of what the journey's goal is, if I can start to get a sense that there's a goal to this, that there's a purpose to this whole endeavor, then I can at least approach it with enough of an open mind to inquire. What is this? What is this about? What is this journey's call? What is this journey's purpose? What is my function here? That's enough of an open mind. That's how he says in that, in paragraph 19, first, when, you, when it comes to deciding, first, make a decision. You make a decision. And then truth is given you. You make a decision. To me, that decision is, what do I want? Do I want conflict? All, all illusion is conflict. All conflict is illusion. Do I want that? Or do I want the truth? First, a decision you make. And then the truth is given you. Now, I talked yesterday about that precipice. You know, and, and everyone comes to the end of... Of, I found lots of quotes about that this morning. Everyone comes to the end of that that journey based on conflict, where there are many roads in this world. They all lead the same place. They're all based on conflict. Never in the world will you find another road to take, because every road in the world is based on gain and loss. What I gain, you lose. What you gain, I lose. <laughs> That's the ego's notion of life. What I gain, you lose, and everything becomes a bargain and a transaction. A bargain and a transaction. Rather than a relationship. Never in the, road, never in the world will you find another road. But if I can accept that there's a road out of this, I'll make the decision to take that road. And then all I have to do is decide I don't like the road I've been on. I want another way. And there we are at today's lesson. I need but call and you'll answer me. Rumi, Rumi had that poem, you know, you've heard it many times. The wound is where the light gets in. And it is very true that one must come to the end of that seeking another road in the world based on competition and conflict, comparison, and gain and loss and bargaining, all of that. And that's why he enjoins us in this section. Wait, stop, listen. Wait, stop, listen. And what is forgiveness? You know, but to look and wait and judge not. Isn't it just marvelous? He says, come without anything. Your past has taught you about this brother. You don't know him. I don't know him. But I want to. 
I do want to. I remember, it was probably four or five years ago, I said one, I heard myself say one day, I don't know why this is called The Course in Miracles. Looking back at that, I can't think of a more ridiculous statement to have made. <laughs> but, but I'll say this, it was an acknowledgement that I do want to know. I do want to know. I need a call and you will answer me. Yesterday I talked about will, wish, and want. That's something I need to get honest with myself about. I don't like the lonely journey. The lonely journey fails. I learned that the hard way. And every ego lesson ever learned was always learned the hard way, wasn't it? Everything the ego ever learned. You know, I did that. I taught myself and I was badly taught. I learned through pain. Don't touch a hot stove, you'll get burned. Don't take risks with people, you'll get hurt. Don't be vulnerable, someone will take advantage. Um, those are lessons I taught myself based on fear and pain and suffering and loss. So he says here, decide you want something different and it will be given you. A leader and a follower, that's another way to say uh, comparison and competition to me. For that I've used my brother, thinking I'll get there first. No, he'll get there first. Somehow I lose, he gains. He gains, I lose. What is this precious pearl? Oh, my brother hid it in his body. Remember that? All, all illusions are illusions of differences. And that's why this, this section is, this section is the guide to miracles. This section is the, how do you find the way out of this mess? Uh, this section is, your brother holds the light. Um, isn't that just the opposite of the way the ego thinks? It seems impossible, and it is to the ego. Isn't that great? Remember that place where he says, and now you come to the branching of the road? Never never will you be able to take the ego with you from this point on. I think that was in 22. But you make a decision. I make a decision, and then the truth is given you. It's not something I attain. It's not something I do. It's not something I struggle for or fight against. It's not anything based on conflict at all. It's an entirely new thing. It's the recognition of myself, my capital S self. And the only way, the only way, I can realize capital S self, realize, make it real in my awareness, is to realize that it includes you, that it includes everything. What are, What is creation but the sum of all God's capital T thoughts and number infinite and everywhere? He means that in a very real sense. It's 32 years ago I had that holy instant. And when I came back to my thinking mind, 
I heard one last, one last call from the quiet mind, and it was, all you believed before was belief based on opposites. There is no opposite to God or holiness or creation or truth or love or life. Everything God created is God stuff. And so the journey, the journey that we embrace each other on isn't to get there first. It's a totally get there together. And it isn't anywhere except but exactly right here where we are. The lonely journey fails. There is no lonely journey. <laughs> In fact, there is no journey. There's only the recognition, the realization, the making real of a capital S Holy Self that knows without a doubt that we came here together, that we are here together, and together never ends. That's love. And every time, every time I give up an illusion of separation, I recognize, oh my God in heaven, you were already in my heart. And I suffered because I thought you weren't. That's why this is A Course in Miracles. That's why these few paragraphs are the how-to section. <laughs> Look, wait, and judge not. Ask and truth will be given to you. I'm complete. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Laurie. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Lori.
Good morning, this is Sandra. <clears throat> I need but call and you will answer. And also in the reading, what I'm getting from this is that I really have to um, apply um, these principles in my life. And it's through the application that I'll find out whether they're true or not. And so in the lesson, it's telling me that I need but call and you will answer. I'll get an answer, but it's not going to necessarily be in my timing um, because there is no time in in the true reality. There's only the present moment. So in the present moment, if I'm holding any grudges whatsoever, any resentments whatsoever, even the most subtle um, or any comparisons or any judgments, so it's grudges, resentments, comparisons, judgments, that I'm, I'm not there. It's just I'm either there or I'm not there. I'm either in the present moment aligned with the truth or I'm not there. And that's going to determine my experience. The beauty of this is that if I'm not there, I don't need to judge myself. If you're not there, I don't need to judge you. Because if I do that, then I'll never get there. <laughs> um, because I can't get there without my brother. So I, I can't, there can't be any judgments, any resentments um, for me to be awakened. And um, in this book, it says that if only, it only takes one of us to get there, and it's done. So I, I like that because I'll know if I get there, and you'll know if I get there, and we'll all know if any one of us gets there. <laughs> but for now, the joy is in I don't have to walk this path by myself. I can do it with you all, my, all these mighty companions who understand the, the, uh, the challenges of repro... I don't want to use the word programming, of, of uh, rethinking everything that I've learned of competition, of comparison. That, I mean, I was brought up with competition and comparison. I was told that the sign of a, of, a, of a successful human was, can you get the job done and can you do it well? And that's not how it is on this planet. And because I was brought up that way, people who can't get the job done um, or don't even think about getting the job done, I'm comparing myself with them. And that it's like, and, and there's no comparison. This is just an attribute that I have, and um, and it doesn't. And that that's what I need to bring is because I because that comes easily for me to to see what needs to be done and then go do it. A lot of people can't even see what needs to be done, but are they? But do I have to have a resentment towards them because they don't see what needs to be done? 
I mean, this, this work is, I have to go so deep. There's so many layers. There's so much undoing. But it's comfort, and it's, it's also a wake-up for me that I can't get there without my brother. I can't do this alone. I've got to include my relationships. And, um, and that's, that's just huge, just huge. So I'm going to keep on walking, one foot in front of the other, just doing what I think is right, the next right thing, and, and um, trusting that I'm on the right path, doing, that I'm on the right path. Um, because that's another character defect. I can distrust myself. I can, I can, you know, have insecurity that I'm, I must be doing this wrong. I must be wrong. There must be something wrong with me. That's old, that's old stuff. And I don't need to believe those lies anymore. And, um, you know, and if I start to believe those lies, I can call on my Holy Spirit. And I, the answer will come, but I have to have faith and trust because, it, because there's no time in, in God's world. And that's the world I want to live in. I have to want this, and I do want it. So I'll just, as they say in this 12 steps, I'll just keep trudging the road to happy destiny. I'm complete. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Happy destiny. Thanks, Sandra. Yeah, thank you, Sandra. Yes, I'd like to just say that word trudge. It sounds so like, oh, trudge, trudge. But what the word means, if you look it up in the dictionary, it means one foot put purposely in front of the other. And um, in in the light of today's lesson, in the light of the text reading, I want to remember who carries the light, that Christ walks with me, and he walks ahead of me because he has the light. And Christ's vision is what I would look upon in order to see my brother as myself, as one with myself, as the Christ self within me, as I see it in him. Seeing the Holy Spirit in him is the way that I acknowledge that he works. He works and bears witness, too. And, um, you know, this this call that God calls to me in every aspect of his creation, all of his thoughts being one thought, the one thought of the one son, the perfect creation. And the undoing of perception, the end of perception is the end of differences, is the end of seeing distinctions and degrees and measurement that in the word in the word maya that this is a dream of judgment that ma means measurement and that all all perception is a measurement or a definition a line of distinction or difference and to let let go i love the way the the text speaks of this again what what Lori, you so beautifully emphasized 
yesterday and with the text emphasized yesterday about letting go of every thought I ever thought, everything I ever thought I knew, every belief I ever had, every concept, and come with the holy, empty, blank slate and let God write, reveal the truth to me, that the truth will reveal itself. If I keep an open mind and an open heart and say I know not what this world means, what all this perception means, I don't have to understand it according to the Holy Spirit in the text. I need not understand it because it's insane. The ego thinks it's God and it thinks it defines reality and can control reality when it doesn't even know what reality is. That reality, our reality, is united spirits in the holy kingdom of God, holy unalterable, holy unchangeable, holy immortal in happiness, joy, and peace, which is our joint inheritance together as one. That there's no opposition to this. There's no fighting, no arguing, no deciding or choosing between. You can't have separate parts in something that's one. And there can be no differences in what is all the same. That our Father, in giving himself to everything and everyone, gave himself equally. Where his love is given equally. And, and Lord, I love the way you speak of that. Um, I'm getting lost and forgetful now, but the, um, remembering who holds the light and that vision is seen in the light and depends upon the, that, that understanding with the capital U that the light of God is in me, God is in me, Christ is in me, and I need not seek for anything outside of myself because when God gave me everything as a spiritual being, his son, his child, that he gave me everything. And that in that knowledge, I could know everything as myself. It's so beautiful. Um, and that every step in trudging the happy road of destiny, every step is made in certainty and sureness of this. And that every miracle that I shine on my brother in the light of the awareness of who and what I am and see him as myself, I am healing this sonship in the magnitude that, of knowledge that all miracles are shared with everyone, as Lori, you lovingly expressed in, in leading our um, meditation for uh, Robin. Um, I, I can't remember names. Names. We're all nameless. <laughs> we share the one name <laughs> in our meditation for someone who still believes they can be sick and suffering, that we can remove and end all pain and suffering, sickness and death in our awareness of who we and what and where we are. We are everywhere and in everything. This is so holy a message. I'm really loving it. Thank you all for being here with me today. I am complete.
Oh, just beautiful, Judy. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Judy. Thank you, Judy. This is Donna. <clears throat> this stuff is so real, it's hard to believe. <clears throat> but what I've picked up in over trying to catch up from oversleeping today is when I'm, what's popping out is the be still, wait, and listen. And the idea from yesterday of um, everyone is in effect of God <clears throat> and um, after I spoke about what in the dream world was an issue uh, I thought oh let me write out uh, this some words and, and uh, share it with my sister so I which I did by the time I got to her the solution had already happened and I want to say after yesterday's class and a day <clears throat> and we were having discussions that my brother came and told us come look there's a dove in the tree and we had a white dove up in our tree God is so awesome I am complete oh that was beautiful Donna thank you yeah thank you I wonder if I may read something from the Guiltless World chapter, From Perception to Knowledge. I'll wait. Um, maybe someone else would like to share first. Well, I think that's a go, Judy. It's, it's beautiful. When you have seen your brothers as yourself, you will be released to knowledge, having learned to free yourself through him, the capital H, who, with the capital W, knows of freedom. Unite with me under the holy banner of his teaching. And as we grow in strength, the power of God's Son will move in us, and we will leave no one untouched and no one left alone. And suddenly time will be over, 
and we will all unite in the eternity of God the Father. The holy light you saw outside yourself in every miracle you offered to your brother will be returned to you, and knowing that the light is in you, your creations will be there with you as you are in your Father. As miracles in this world join you to your brothers, so do your creations establish your fatherhood in heaven. You are the witnesses to the fatherhood of God, and he has given you the power to create the witnesses to yours, which is as his. Deny a brother here, and you deny the witnesses to your fatherhood in heaven. The miracle that God created is perfect, as are the miracles that you established in his name. They need no healing, nor do you, when you accept them. Yet in this world, your perfection is unwitnessed. God knows it, but you do not, and so you do not share his witness to it, nor do you witness unto him, for reality is witness to as one. God waits your witness to his Son and to himself. The miracles you do on earth are lifted up to heaven and to him. They witness to what you do not know, and as they reach the gates of heaven, God will open them, for never would he leave his own beloved Son outside them and beyond himself. And in the lesson, it, it said that God waits, waits for our call. And this is a call from the kingdom to the kingdom to restore itself to the kingdom. <laughs> a call to everyone to join in peace and love and joy. Amen. Thank you for letting me, me share my joy this morning. Thank you, Judy. That was beautiful. Yeah, thanks for doing that. Yeah, thank you, Judy. I just want to add in the, in the OE that uh, chapter 13 from Oh, you're breaking up a little bit, Lemoyne. Paragraphs 8, 9, and 10 out of chapter 13. I, I didn't catch which chapter, I'm sorry. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Is it better now? Yes. Okay. I think I have static problems in the winter here. It's not working. Maybe interfering. Uh, I get pops in my ear. Anyway. Of all the feeling. Thank you. 
Any final shares from anyone? Well, I, there's, a <laughs> there's a line in um, that I'm looking at now, and it said, we forgot that real relationships are holy and cannot be used by us at all. They are used only by mm. the Holy Spirit, and it is that that makes them pure. <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was great. I'd like to say I'm grateful the Holy Spirit woke me up this morning. Well, I am too, Donna. Thank you. <clears throat> I had a brief look this morning at the manual for teachers. Those first three chapters, three questions are so awesome. But um, in there, we're reminded that it's the destiny of all relationships to become holy. That uh, we came together from the time before, and we're a little bit confused about time. But anyway. Uh, what a gift this call has been this morning. I just can't think of uh, anything more perfect than to close with paragraph 24 and to point out that um, it was a real gift that Robin Marie asked us to remember love this morning because the whole journey is about learning that giving and receiving are one in truth. Exactly like he says in this reading today in paragraph 24, an instant spent without your old ideas of who your great companion is and what he should be asking for will be enough to let this happen. And you will perceive his purpose is the same as yours. He asks for what you want and needs the same as you. It takes a different form perhaps in him, but it is not the form you answer to. He asks, and you receive. He asks, and you receive. And uh, in the fullness of that moment of asking and receiving, I want to point out what a gift that was. He asks, and you receive. For you have come with but one purpose, that you both may learn you love each other with a brother's love. And as a brother, must his father be the same as yours, and he is like yourself. Yes, and you receive. That's why we're God's gifts for each other. Amen. Oh, thank you all. That. that was good. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. A perfect call. Perfect call, perfect usual. practice. Thank you, everyone.